ഹായ് വെൽക്കം ടു അനദർ എപ്പിസോഡ് ഓഫ് ദ ലാസ്റ്റ് ലൈറ്റ് എൻ്റെ യെസ് ഐ നോ ഐ ടു ടു വീക്ക് ബ്രേക്ക് നൗ ഐ ഹാവ് മൂവ്ഡ് അഗ്യാൻ നോട്ട് ജസ്റ്റ് ലൈക്ക് അപ്പാർട്ട്മെൻറ്റ്സ് ഓർ ഹൗസസ് ഐ ആക്ച്വലി മൂവ്ഡ് ബാക്ക് ടു വെയർ ഐ മൂവ്ഡ് ഫ്രം ലൈക്ക് ഐ മൂവ്ഡ് കൺട്രീസ് ആക്ച്വലി കോണ്ടിനെൻസ് ആസ് വെൽ സോ ദാറ്റ് വാസ് വൈ ദർ വാസ് എ ടു വീക്ക് ബ്രേക്ക് ഹിയർ ആഫ്റ്റർ ഹോപ്പ്ഫുള്ളി there will be no more even if there's such move i'm planning to plan the episodes in advance so there is no break how about that so let's get started the topic is it's more about sort of reflecting where i am right now when you don't know is the topic what do i mean by that in genesis the story of joseph is from genesis chapter 37 to chapter 50 and he is the son that was such loved by his dad jacob among all the 12 sons he was the most loved which was evident because of that caused bitterness between all the siblings you know the i know the original sibling rivalry started with cain and abel but this also was so detrimental to joseph and his dad even gave him gift of coat of many colors which we all know if you go to sunday school growing up as a christian kid okay so that is the context and he had a dream right we sometimes forget about that part where he saw all this sheaves including his parents bowing to his sheaf which is like after the harvest each of them bundled the sheaves and he was standing upright and all the others were bowing to him and then about the stars and like you know um so this all indicated that he was going to be in a elevator leadership position and he was a teenager and he was sort of bragging to his brothers i don't know what he understood he was a dreamer so god gave him dreams and then what happened he was actually told off by his own dad the dad that loved him the most because even jacob was not able to handle what the dream meant dream meant and he was sort of telling joseph because bowing to your elders and respect was such an important part of that culture and he was like how do you think an, a father i will bow to my son and even the older siblings it probably just riled them up so much already and this what did this cause he was around 17 when his brothers decide to kill him but then there's a lot of things that plan was derailed and he was actually put in a cistern and then rescued and was sold off as a slave the background noise you are maybe hearing is it's raining in here i mean it's raining where i am the thing is after that joseph had no timeline for when he will actually see that dream come to fruition or he just knew it was of god with such conviction even though everything around him was not supporting that information he was a slave in potiphar's house he was diligent in that he raised to the top of the household guess what falsely accused of sexual assault he could have committed the sin but in the time when there was no 10 commandments a teenager he says to that woman 
that lady how can i sin against my god it's just look at that character he still didn't know what was to happen to him he just stood for god he just wanted to please him and he goes to prison there he is helps out people the baker like you know the cup bearer he's forgotten there also people see his goodness and he was put in like a overseer position in the prison he had no timeline of when this was going to end or i, I don't even know how he had hope but guess what god remembered him that dream that he was given such a long time ago came to fruition his brothers came to him and they bowed down when they came because there was a famine in israel and they had to move to egypt is the fact that he didn't murmur he could have committed sin fallen god would have forgiven him but guess why he was just holding steady that dream was like a teenage thing but he still had that conviction that this is of god right he never he knew his skill set what gifts god had given him which is like interpretation of dreams which he did for the king the pharaoh and for the cup bearer and for the baker which all came true that was of god and he knew and i want to talk to you about one more example which is the israelites in egypt we all know god spoke to moses he said hey go like you know i'm going to use you to make my people israelites free and that's what that is what will cause the exodus from egypt right so this is the continuation of the story of what happened after like joseph died and a long time passed and uh, there came a king who didn't know who joseph was so like these people who had moved at that time have multiplied into a small nation but they are in slavery while they were free when joseph was there here yes moses hears from god now this is the moses perspective but he didn't know how many times he has to go back to pharaoh god didn't tell him exactly this he said i'll keep hardening his heart but he will let you go guess what based on that faith Moses had to go back again and again and you see it from the perspective of the Israelites God didn't speak to them directly but they knew that through Moses God spoke to them they knew that so they chose to believe and put faith in what Moses is saying because he also showed them like one with a snake but the other when he put his hand into his robe and took it out that leprosy thing because leprosy was a disease that was uncurable and they saw what sign god had given him and they believed him and from their perspective he says hey i'll go talk to pharaoh on behalf of you guys he will let us go guess what he gets this process started life's become a life becomes very hard for the israelites they didn't have direct word from god and they believed moses because they saw god was with them but then what was being told was contradictory to what they were experiencing it just got started to get worse instead of better and 
through all that they had to still have hope and not like drive Moses away they tried to but this is the thing when god promises something we don't know the timeline sometimes we do but not always and we don't know how it will come to fruition but we need to hold on to that word with faith all these people held on without the strengthening of the holy spirit because we have him and how much more faith should we have in the promises of god i also want to finish up with the last example which is of elijah if you look in first kings from chapter 18 verse 41 through chapter 19 verse 8 this is elijah praying for rain right so this is after all the time he stopped it didn't rain and uh, now he's telling to his servant in 43 go and look toward the sea seven goes comes back and says i didn't see anything but look at the faith of elijah he understands the power of prayer and he know that god would do what he asked he keeps telling the servant to go look seven times finally in the seventh time the servant says i saw a little cloud about the size of a man's hand rising from the sea then elijah shouted hurry to ahab and tell him climb into your chariot and go back home if you don't hurry the rain will stop you and this is he didn't just stop with the first time he was so sure he kept telling his servant imagine being the servant i would be so annoyed if mama says to do the same thing when it's not happening even two to three times you know even anybody asks us to do something and it's not happening how frustrated we become but elijah was so sure he kept sending his servant again and again seventh time is when he saw answer to his prayer so wherever you are in life right now whichever part when you have a promise which doesn't seem at all likely to come to fruition or you don't know how it is going to be or you feel like you're persevering and that is still not happening just pray with faith trust god you don't have to know how you don't have to know when a lot of times that is very frustrating but god is in control and what he promises he definitely makes it come true okay then i'll talk to you guys next week bye